Okay, I encourage everybody to move up. Um, we have some competition. What? Uh, we have to. We have some competition. So, um, it's Mamash Atzasayetzer because we're supposed to be learning tonight. It's uh, at least according to our minig, and uh, seems to be something getting in the way. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We spoke about it to Minchamarev. We uh, explain every year. The minig is based on the fact that you start to stand by their doors with billy clubs to ward off the bagrams, which isn't a gay here. Or the Chassam Sefer that the Dafka didn't learn and went to sleep and got up at midnight. So there shouldn't be a kitrick for midnight mass. Also not in Agea, you guys aren't staying up all night. And uh, the third reason is Alpinister, uh, something with feeding the Klippus with the Kayachatumah if you learn Shalom the Shema. So first of all, let's try to learn the Shema. And second of all, it's probably not the right date anyway. Uh, the Russians have this one right. If, if the date corresponds to anything at all, I, the whole thing might be made up. I don't know if they have any date. What? The, the, the Russian, the Greek Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox Church has it in uh, January. And they're right. Because that was the original. You mean, you mean they're wrong also? You mean with two, with two delays? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're two off, I right hear. The semantics anyway, but I don't know if anybody knows the birthday, so it's irrelevant. So, uh, uh, what? They're a little less wrong. They're a little less off, I hear. Okay. It's nowhere near this. Yes, I'm telling was in May. Anyway, whatever it is, we're going to try to learn despite the competition anyway, but we're going to have the Nyan Diem and Lahavdalal of Abdullahs. I'd like to uh, go through this Rambam here, which is the Rambam that talks about Eitzayish, um, whether he ever existed, this one, the other one, but there were a few of them. So I'd like to go through the Rambam maybe tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, Tzvi pointed out before, uh, it says over here the Rambam's Yerzai was yesterday. So, um, so that's, I guess, apropos as well. Uh, say, I think they quote this from Beis maybe, the Rav Chaim, that uh, the Ramam gave such a gift to Klai Yisrael that uh, the famous Misa legend that uh, once one of the Rosh Hashivas was giving shot in the Ramam and somebody raised their hand, they said, the Ramam in the parador said, not so. And he waved his hand. <laughs> so he asked him afterwards, how can you give shot in the Ramam against the Ramam? He said, very in- interesting, deep yesoid. He says, the Ramam wrote the Yad HaChazak and everything in Baruch HaKadosh. He gave it to Klai Yisrael. Everybody has a right to Darshan. The Ramam isn't entitled to more of an opinion, which is quite fascinating, to say the least. But it's, a, it's an interesting the hair that uh, To say that's not in the Ramam, okay, that's a little schwer. The Ramam said that's not what I meant. But the fact that the Yad HaZacha belongs to Klai Yisrael and that we have to friend for the Rambam and what the Ramam said, we'll take it to account, which is nice. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't say another Pshat in the Mahalach and the Sugya based on the Ramam which is a very interesting idea. This Ramam we're going to see tonight, uh, as you know, was taken out. Uh, nobody's seen it for a long time until they put it back in. It was taken out by the censors because the same reason why they had to stand by the doors of billy clubs during the 25th, because the pogroms, they, that's the society they lived in. Uh, so part of this we actually saw in Sahedrinshir about a year ago. We're going to try to um, go over that and uh, cover the rest of it. Uh, front page in Halacha Gimel. Ramam tries to outline how to identify the Melech HaMashiach and how not to identify the Melech HaMashiach. Halacha Gimma al Yala al Daitcha, Shah Melech HaMashiach, Tzar Lassas, Isis, and At this point, is Machlech, is the Ramam and the Ravid. Ramam says that it's not a requirement for the Melech HaMashiach to do miracles. He will probably do them anyway, but that's not the job description. And that's not how you prove you're the Melech HaMashiach. The Ravid is Chalik on that. Whenever the Ram says al Yala al Daitcha, you know he's bavarning somebody Chashav, or else he wouldn't have to say it. 
He's by the right with no shitas. Lachlikes in the Gemara. But the Ram says it's in his opinion it's incorrect. We have a Gemara in Sukkah that says that the Mashiach ben Yosef will die and um, there'll be a whole hespid. And there are other sources that the Mashiach ben Davu will mechayi the Mashiach ben Yosef. The Ramam doesn't even bring down the whole concept of Mashiach ben Yosef. Does it deletes the whole thing? Does he not hold it's a person? Does he hold it's a tkufa? It's unclear. Doesn't talk about it. And This is fascinating. Uh, we know from the Gemara that Rabbi Kiva supported Bar Kachva. Many, in my opinion, incorrectly claim that Rabbi Kiva made a mistake. I find no riot to that, and therefore no justification to say we have no, we don't have, we're not papal and fallacy. Rabbi Kiva could make a mistake. Just over here, the Ramam is being a riot from the whole Maisa of Rabbi Kiva that the Malach Mashiach doesn't have to do any miracles, any Isis Mason, because we know Rabbi Kiva supported Bar Kachva. And he never asked him for any. He just followed the progression of what was supposed to be going on, which the Ram will describe. No, how can he bring a right Rabbi Kiva? Maybe he was wrong. The Ram says he was right on the Mahalach he took. And I want to add, the Ram doesn't discuss this, I want to add that the Rabbi Kiva wasn't necessarily wrong that he could have been the Mashiach. Avadiyah coming later that I think supports that. Uh, there's a Mashiach, or a possibility of a Mashiach in every generation. And if something goes wrong and it goes to his head and he goes off, or the people go off, or they weren't Zeichah, doesn't work, it doesn't work. That doesn't mean Rabbi Kiva wasn't right in supporting the effort because at some point he got to support or else he can't be in the running to be the Melech Mashiach. It's a chicken and egg. It's a catch-22, as the Ram is going to, to describe. So the Ram certainly doesn't know he was wrong in supporting him and how he supported it and um, the process in which he supported it. And I want to add that I think the Ram would hold that he wasn't necessarily wrong in the pick either. The fact that something went wrong is not Rabbi Kiva's issue or problem. And that's my diak. In Lashon HaKadosh. If you want to say that he went off, you say, If you want to say that we went off, Why is the Ramam say, So I think the Ramam Davka picked a power Lashon to show that it's uh, enough blame to go around. The Gemara says clearly it went to his head and he said things he shouldn't have said. That's Shtekel Kvira. And if we were Zecha, maybe he would have stayed on the derech. So we had a virus, he had a virus, and it didn't work. Does that mean Rabbi Kiva is wrong? No. At such point, Rabbi Kiva uh, felt that he wasn't the person anymore, so he withdrew his support. Uh, that doesn't mean he was wrong. It just means it's time to call it quits when it's not working. And it takes a big man to admit that it's not going to work. Kiva Shanarag Noida Lahem Shaina. I have a three CD series. Uh, on this called Gulls to Gulos, one of the first tapes I put into uh, print. You call it that. Must be, I don't know, uh, 16 years old, something like that. So somebody from the show just came up to me yesterday. He said he just heard it in the car. And I quoted a medrash. I knew he was going to ask me this as soon as he started talking. I said, you're referring to the following medrash which I'll tell you about. I don't know where it is. I saw it inside once. I haven't been able to find it since. But there's a fascinating legend. You know, it could be I was seeing things. So I won't call it a medrash. A fascinating legend that the famous Maiseh where Rabbi Kiva was alone and he had his animal and he had his rooster and the alarm clock and everything and everything went wrong and it died and then he said Gamzulotayva called Avrachmalotavu found out the next morning the Romans were there and it's a good thing light went out and the rooster died and the Hamar didn't bray because they would have found him so that's a very Peltic Maiseh 
uh, the legend that I had repeated in that shear was that that night was the night he escaped from Betar because he had to escape because he withdrew his support and Barakach would kill him if he realized he was betraying him, so to speak. And he had to escape. I think, I don't know where the, I don't know where the legend is, where the Medrash is. I obviously saw it somewhere because I wouldn't make something like that up. Um, so I can't, I can't vouch for it. I will tell you it makes a lot of sense. It always bothered me. Why is Rabbi Kiva traveling alone? Why was he traveling alone? So the only time you travel alone is if you escape by the skin of your teeth and you have to run out of Betar and now you're running for your life. So I, think the, I think the legend makes a lot of sense, but uh, if anybody can look around and find it, I'd, uh, I'd like to see it again. What? That's not a kiyam of Ayetze Yechidi Belayla. No, I'm saying. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> you mean you mean if you were escaping Beta, you wouldn't bring along a chicken? Not the rabbi. I would not bring a chicken. You leave the city like you're not up to anything. You know, they're never asking questions. Obviously, you can't be escaping. Why would you have a chicken? Right? So I think that's the best way to leave the city, as a matter of fact. That would explain. That would help me, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know, why do you have their chicken? You know, but, uh, I think that's the most natural look you can have. Um, he had a he had a chamar also, but that he was traveling on. So uh, I suppose that wasn't uh, that wouldn't elicit any questions. Uh, that's an interesting interesting point. So Kivin Shenarak, first one line, Neidalam Shenai. As soon as he was killed, they realized he wasn't the Mashiach. What does that tell you? Anybody? What? What did the Rambam just say? Yes. Thank you. There's one brave soul in the room. <laughs> Um, it's pretty in order to be the Mashiach you got, it's not even a word of being alive it's a word of accomplishing what the Mashiach has to accomplish and if you don't accomplish it then you might have been a tzaddik you might have been a godol but if you didn't finish a job then by definition you can't be the Mashiach I think that's pretty clear in the Rambam and um, I was uh, challenged many times they said well they must have a teretz for that I said I'm waiting guess what I'm still waiting I'm sure there is, I'm sure they say something but uh, I, I don't know how to... I mean, it's pretty clear. This is not the only line. The Ram's going to continue to explain that he has to do... To be identified as a Malmashi, you've got to do A, B, C, D, E, F. You've got to follow the, the rules and you've got to accomplish them. You don't do it, so uh, the Ram spells out, you're a very nice guy. And you're like, Deshar, Tzadikim, Malchib, Ezdavi, but you're not the Mashiach. That's by definition. Okay, so if anybody ever asks you about it, you ask about this Ram, and uh, again, I'm all ears if there's a good Teretz. Shalom, Anacham, Laetz, Falam, Ephes. So he got killed, they realized it wasn't the Mashiach, and during the entire process, and therefore it's a riot, you don't have to. So, now that we don't have any miracles in the mix, yes? No, because there's no din in Narag. No, because the, the din is that if you're not alive, you can't accomplish what the Ramam is about to set out that you have to accomplish. Why? I don't hear the chilik. If I didn't have the rest of the Ram we're about to read, I would say, okay, maybe. The Ramam says the way to identify the Mashiach is, is by definition if he accomplishes what he's supposed to accomplish. If he didn't, he left the world. He left the world. It didn't get done. So then, you know, nice try. Uh, didn't happen, as the Ramam now says. I find this line very fascinating, and I'd like you to comment if you have a shot. Nobody, I haven't seen people speak about this. Ram puts in here something which is true, but it's good for Hilchus. He said the Atayr. Ram says before he introduces what the Melech Mashiach has to do, he reminds you 
Atayra Azais, Ukam, Mishmatel, the Olam, Lom, Elmem. Dinim never change. And Masivan Lamblagarmem. Nothing changes. You can't add, you can't subtract. Why is Ram putting this in over here? I think it's a prelude to what's coming, and especially the parts that's censored, is that whenever you talk about Mashiachs and Mashiach wannabes, and people run for the office of Mashiach, there's always, so far, every time it's been a disaster. And the disaster is that somebody who's not really the Mashiach and he wants to be, so he can never make it unless he starts changing things, like Shabtai Tzvi, we'll take the typical example, or Isaish. If you want to run for the office and you're not Roy so then you've got to really just make your own religion, which is what we're not celebrating tonight. I was very happy. I, I was on the phone today with a, uh, with a yid. I needed something from uh, Fry, you completely fry. Reform or, or less. And, um, and I said, uh, you know, can you get it to me tomorrow? Are you working tomorrow? So he chuckled. He says, of course, of course I'm working tomorrow. It's not my holiday. I was so happy to hear that. That's not so posh it. You know, you can have a Hanukkah bush and all sorts of things. I, I was, he said it with real, like he was almost insulted. Like, like you know, what, what do I have? What are shaykhs to, uh, I didn't even insinuate that. I just thought maybe he was going to Miami on vacation. He said, no, no, I'm, I'm working regularly, catch up my paperwork. I was very happy to hear that. And um, unfortunately, there are people who, um, who don't know the difference. There are, there are thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of Jewish children who don't know the difference, and they're probably listening to Christmas uh, music and watching who knows what on TV. We have one proud Jew here. Ben, I almost forgot. This young man was in the operating room today on the right side of the knife, Baruch Hashem. Uh, and uh, he was doing what he does best, uh, putting people half to sleep. And um, the nurse in the room asked him Rishos if she can turn on some Xmas carols. So Chiddush to me, by the way, they play music in the operating room, Bechlal. So remind me to please try to stay away from the operating room. In general, the whole thing is a Chiddush to me, but he said that's standard. So she wanted to turn to a station, and she, uh, she called out in the room, lots of people around, she calls anybody mind. So this young man wearing his black Haredi uh, yarmulke uh, said, uh, said, yeah, I mind. And when she, she proceeded to turn it on after that, like you basically. didn't basically. She said, no, you, you would say something like that. Okay. <laughs> so so uh, she sort of insulted him and then turned it on. So he got her back. This is the first time ever in the history of the world that, who was it, Yesler wasn't black? Helfgott. That Helfgott and Xmas Carols were being blasted in the same operating room. He got it back. He turned on his phone, started playing it. I, I can picture the scene. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. The patient then passed out. Uh, uh, it's just a fascinating mindset. It's just that I'm repeating it, but it's a lesson to be learned over here. There's a lesson to be learned. That's Mamish, Mamish, and You can't, it's also to listen to that music. And, and the good doctor was right. If, first of all, you probably would have to say something, even if she didn't ask you, but chutzpah, she asked if anybody minds, you say yes, and then she goes and turns on anyway. So of course he asked her the obvious question, the next line was, why'd you ask? Uh, but that's always a, it's always a kasha that never gets addressed. But you can't listen to this stuff. And, and you should know that if you, if you would be watching, be in somebody else's house and, and passing by a TV, and seeing the services, that might be, they hold you could be Yetzi by watching the service on TV. So that's Darka Bekach. So that might be Abizraya or Avodazar Mamish. And I know Jews. I once met an old Jew. He said, the music's nice. It's an interesting ceremony. I have nothing else to do. I said, that might be Yehari Vayavr. What's your problem with just stop listening and the radio and not a service? You know? it's, it's not, I wouldn't say that's, that's Mamish Avodazar. You're not participating in the service, but it's, it's, it's Spitz Goyish music. You can't get more Goyish than that. Even though most of those are written by Jews. What? 
it's probably being aired by Jews and the station's probably being run by Jews, but that won't help anyway. You should know, you should know that it, it, one of the nights in June, every night to Israel around this time of year, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's like, it's almost like Wesley Hills. I mean, it's better, but uh, it's like, <laughs> came out wrong. I don't know what I'm saying, Wesley Hills. I go from my house, I go from my house to the shul. I wouldn't know, I had to ask tonight which night was the night where they do the thing as I was speaking out this aloha. It's a machayat. That guy's lahachasnik, I saw that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that guy, he has a dreidel there also. Okay. But uh, it's, it's, in Eretz Yisrael, it's Mamash HaMachai, you should know, it affects the Neshama. We're, we're not supposed to be, it's not strictly also to look at the lights because it's not really a part of their Chayka Vodazar. It's not a Noya Vodazar because the tree's not a Chayka Shlava Vodazar. So it's not also to look at the light. But it's certainly better not to. For us to, so, so you're right, to be, to be hanging around in the malls and this and that and the other thing, at the height of the season, what for? Bechlal, any Ben Terry has to ask himself seven times before he goes to a mall. Any season. Certainly when they, they got the guys in the long white beards, the heavyset fellows, and all those guys sitting around, like it's not part of, you know, it, it has an effect. There's no reason. <laughs> I'll ignore that. Uh, yes. I heard the Of course they were. They brought it from paganism. It's, it's rooted. It's worse. It's rooted in paganism. It's rooted in Avodah Zarah, absolutely. It's all rooted. Once it's Chuk HaZem Aleichu, it's a bigger risk of the Raisa, because they don't know what it's from, and they talk about it, it's all commercialized there. They don't know anything, but it comes from pagan practice, uh, which is rooted in Avodah Zarah. No, no doubt about it. It's not, uh, so, so to be a part... So wouldn't it be us or them to look and enjoy the, at the tree if it's... If, it's, if, if they're not putting it up as a Cheshul Avodah Zarah, it's Chuk HaZem Aleichu to have one but it's not it's still not a the fact that it's rude and they don't if you ask them they'd say we just have it as a decoration and I don't think that would be considered but it's certainly not good for your neshama to be subjected to these things if you can avoid it no doubt about it um, anyway I just thought that was an important if somebody wants to play it and you have jurisdiction in the OR and they ask you and it's a, then you know why should you be subjected to this stuff I never, ever in my life heard a kiss toy in my house that played such a thing. Again, it's not... Okay. It's not, I would say you should, uh, you know, tape over that song or whatever, you know, you can't do it. I don't know, I never, I never heard any carols in my house. Must be I didn't buy enough toys. I don't know. Uh, but I, it's not, again, it's not, I don't believe it's usur, but it's not good for the neshama. There's no reason. Remember the, the, the stipler. Oh, I remember. Stipler was a heiligayid, besides being a guide and, and learning. Um, I just, just today, I happened to pull down one of his farm to look something up, and I remembered it was the original copy he, that he handed me. He would never give you farm. you wanted to just be mahanim and buy farm. You have to be holding it in the mesechta or learning it in the next man. So I had to like, he asked me what I'm learning. I said, it's like Subis. The next month I'm learning Yavomis. And I said, I'm learning a Dharm. I had to like try every trick in the book. So I got like three or four of them. And that was it. Um, he was not from this world. And he once called down Bezik. You've got to be the stipler to do this. He called down Bezik as the Israeli phone company. Called down Bezik. And he called the guy. The guys who work on the poles. You know, fixing the thing. He said, do an old Jew a favor. That thing right out my window is driving me crazy. Can you please change it? 
The guy said, looking out the window, Rebbe, what are you talking about? I don't see anything. He says, you see the telephone pole, the Shetzi Bayer? He says, can you do me a favor? Can you fix it? So he said, Rebbe, every telephone pole is a Shetzi Bayer. We got seven million of them in Eretz Yisrael. So he said, this one's right out my window. It bothers me. Can you fix it? That's a sensitivity of an ashama. Is there anything wrong looking at a telephone pole? No. And they're all like that. How do I know that? Because there's a problem with an Arab. People who don't know Arab will rely on a telephone pole where the lachi is coming like this and the, and the carrier on top is not on top. It's like this. It's puzzle. So you can't use normally telephone wires because they're always like that. It's not a T. It's, it's, a, it's a lopsided cross. There's nothing wrong with looking at that. He had a sensitivity. And the stifler didn't have Mishagasin. So there has to be something that bothered him. It bothered his neshama. He had to look at the shesiv so there's, there's something to that. So the answer by the mole, why should we be listening or looking at any of these things? It's not, uh, so I would, uh, I, I'm not telling you it's us. If we're in my house, that dollhouse would be undergoing renovations. Let's call it that. <laughs> I don't want to say smash, getting smashed. I'd be, I'd be making an extension where the little uh, box for the music comes out. And, Shop Evergreen. It's good for the neighborhood. It's good for Muncie. Uh, that was a short advertisement paid by my neighbor. Uh, if you go shopping at Frum, Muncie's the only place in the world you can go, you can get away with going to Frum shopping most of the time. You don't have to subject yourself to it. Again, it's not us, sir. I'm just pointing out the story with the stipler. This is not, you're saying, what kind of Frumra is that? It's not even a Frumra, it's just a sensitivity. But, uh, but it bothered him enough that he had to call down Bezik to, to change it. Interesting, uh, interesting concept. Okay, let's get back to the Rambam. I'm glad we covered this. Shatayra, the reason I think the Rambam put this in is because uh, Shabtai Tzvi and Isaish and all the other false Mashiachim started changing all the dinim. Because when they realized they couldn't become a Shiach in the regular Frumvelt with the Sanhedrin, they had to start running their own show. So the Rambam gives you the Akdama, nothing changes. Next page. And we're up to Dalad, which Mr. Shem, we're going to continue uh, tomorrow night. So please come tomorrow night. We'll continue the Inyan of the Amen.